Llegaron los Propane Days a Lowe's. Desde ahora hasta el 16 de junio, los miembros MVPs de Lowe's reciben un 20% de reembolso en pintura con una tarjeta de regalo electrónica de Lowe's por compras de pinturas elegibles de 100 dólares o más. Lleva la nueva y exclusiva pintura HGTV Home de Sherwin-Williams Specride para interiores. Lowe's sabe de pros. Aplican exclusiones, restricciones y más términos. Visita Lowe's.com diagonal L diagonal Pro Loyalty Terms. Sujeto a cambios. Man. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm catching my breath here. Um, 13. I did not think that Broderick Jones and Christian Gonzalez would be sitting here at 14. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Chris, let's do the math here. You've got Christian Gonzalez. You've got four picks to the Steelers. You've got Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Broderick Jones, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. I mean, I think Steelers fans would be happy with all four of those guys, right? I mean, if that's your first round pick. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going back to grab my tweet that I made because I have a big board of 92 players because I was going up to anyone that I thought they could reasonably take with it, with their picks in the first three rounds. And my big board, which was uh, which was the, this this was the guys left after Skoronsky was taken at 11 was Broderick Jones, Christian Gonzalez, Nolan Smith, Joey Porter Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And all of those guys are still available as the Patriots are ready to take at 14. This is uh, this is working out very well for the Steelers because now with the Patriots at 14, there are only three teams ahead of you. Any one of those five players is going to fall there. There's at least two of those five players are going to fall to the Steelers. The Steelers just traded up. They're going. They took the Patriots pick. All right. Here we go, folks. Here we go. It, it has begun. We are at uh, 945 Eastern. We thought the Steelers might not be picking for a while, but here we go. The Steelers have traded up. It's not yet reflected on television. Uh, but, uh, okay. So so who who is worth trading up to 14 for for you guys? I, we think it's Broderick Jones given – the, the tackle neediness. Either him or Gonzalez. Him or Gonzalez. I mean, if, if you follow Dulac's plan, plan here, it's going to be Gonzalez. But let's see. It's, I would say it's one of those two, right, Chris? Those are my top two right there. Yeah, I think it's uh, – to me, I, I would – I probably would lean Jones just because the other the, – if, if they're trading up, there's a reason that, and they think one of these other teams are going to take a corner, right? I mean, who who of that group would you expect to take – Gonzalez with with Broder Jones on the board. Uh, one one minute, man. I'm still uh, I'm I'm still catching catching up here. Yeah, we 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 keep keep the keep looking at the Twitter. We're gonna we're gonna deputize Chris to to be monitoring the Twitter. Just yell when you see it, because uh, that might be coming out before they make the official announcement. But do Joe, we know what they traded yet? Does not. It, it had to have been a lower round pick. Could it I, been I, picks? Not, I, I would. Mean, I mean, lower than second. It's definitely not a second round pick. At, at, at worst, it's a third. You think it's, at, it's at, possible at, the fourth? It is possible to be the fourth because it, again, it's so close. There's the Steelers draft room. Andy Weidel, Omar Khan, Art Rooney, one, two, three. There, right in the middle. Uh, a lot of people in there, though. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's Broderick Jones and I will, you know, if I'm wrong and, and Jerry Dulac nailed this one, we're going to be this is all time call by Jerry to put that, put that out this morning. If this is Christian Gonzalez, I've been on the Broderick Jones train for quite some time. They have the camera on Broderick Jones right now. 
they're shuffling hats in the background. There are a lot of hats. I mean, they're they're prepared for anything there at the uh, Roderick Jones house. It's the fourth rounder. The fourth round pick. So this, the Steelers keep just trade it up. They can get Gonzalez or Jones, and they they still have both second round picks and the third round pick. They that heck of a move. Omar I'm Khan sure. is cooking. I think that we're going to know momentarily who the pick is, Chris. But if if do you think that that makes it more likely they trade the second round pick? The, the thirty-two, because you you were talking a lot leading up to yeah. this. That they're in a in a position to to make moves with that thirty-second pick. They've held on to it, and they're about to make their first round pick. Do you think that makes it more likely? Yeah, I've said all along. I think the move is the trade up at the first round, trade down in the second round. I think that they could they could get some really good value for that. Uh, and, and this could be the best of both worlds, um, man. This is uh, the, these are some heck of a developments here. Joe, who do you think it's going? Who do you think it's going to be, and who do you want it to be? I want it to be Gonzalez, but the vibe here and the the, the they just showed Broderick Jones seems to be pointing towards Broderick him. Jones. Call that. Let's get it. The Steelers are taking Broderick Jones. <laughs> Breaking news on the live stream. It is Broderick Jones. We've talked. A ton about it. Joe, what's your what's your first reaction? I mean, you can't complain about getting an offensive tackle. I think they need a they they need a they need a, a number one corner. They need one. I look at that secondary, they need one, but maybe they'll get it at 32. I agree. God knows but- there's enough guys left on the board. They may no. get Porter. They may get Joey Porter at 32. <laughs> they might. They, they're Joe. Let me tell you, Julius Brent's out of Kansas State. Even if all those other guys go, he's a guy that if he's they, they get him in the second round, he reminds me of Ike Taylor with hands. Like that's. I think that he he's a guy that could play. He's not as fast as Ike was, but he has size. He has very good technique. His footwork is elite. He turns his hips very well. He mirrors wide receivers extremely well. If they got him in the second round, they got their top corner. Uh, this is a this is a win this is a win in my book uh, for for the Steelers right now, uh, guys. I have to hop off for like about five minutes, but I'll be right back. I just got to do some things because the Steelers took this guy. No problem, Chris. Chris will be right back. Uh, Joe, I want to talk a little bit about Chris's logic um, because you know he was saying there's going to be there are going to be corners on the board after this, but there aren't tackles that that you can get excited about. You seem to like Christian Gonzalez, but how do you feel about some of those other names we've talked about later on? Keely Ringo, Emmanuel Forbes, um, Julius Brents is someone that, that, that Chris is very high on. If that thirty, if they hold the thirty-two pick, they don't make any moves, or maybe they trade up into the first round, possibly. Maybe they trade five spots up and they get a Keely Ringo, one of those those guys we're talking about. How do you feel about that as a one-two punch? That's fine. I, I just want to get a corner with one of the first two picks. I'm starting to feel like they could get Joey Porter at 32. They could. I mean, Deontay Banks is a guy you didn't mention from Maryland. Yeah, he's on there too. There could be multiple opportunities, and maybe that's maybe they're thinking exactly what Chris said that to get a tackle of this caliber, you're not going to get that lower. Whereas the corners may be more even. Although, man, it sure seemed. From everything you read coming into the draft that Christian Gonzalez was, except for Witherspoon, was a cut above everybody else. Apparently nobody thinks that way. Yeah, I think between him and Will Levis, those are the two big shocks of the draft for me so far. Um, Do you think he's going to be that day one left tackle 
Joe. I think that's the, the next question we have to ask now is he's the well, guy the Steelers have Dan Moore and Chooks Okora for on the right and the left. Where does Broderick Jones fit in on opening day? You know, given that obviously they want him to be that guy eventually, but where do you think he's going to be on opening day? I think he's going to be starting. I mean, the only person right now who's not rejoicing in Pittsburgh is Dan Moore. I can tell you that. Uh, it looks like his days are numbered. You don't take a guy here to not have maybe, maybe not game one, but if I was betting, I would say game one. You don't, you don't take a guy like this to not have him start really right away for me. The kid's an incredible athlete. He destroys people. Just reading up on him right now, 12 big-time blocks, which is sort of the equivalent of a pancake block to pro football focus, which was second among all tackles in the country. So you're getting one of those guys at a premium position. And between Chukes and, and Dan Moore Jr., okay, let's say Broderick Jones is getting one of those spots. Who who do you like more in the short term? Who do you like more in the long term to, to kind of – I think that's a competition now, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they're the same guy to me. They're both very average tackles in the league. They can get out of the Chukes contract at any point. For all I know, they may move Dan Moore to the right side, get out of the Chukes deal, and and go with Broderick Jones on the left side. Um, who knows what could happen at this point? But to me, both those guys are just very average players. Could you win with them? Probably. But, man, if you have a chance to upgrade, you take it. Is the story for you now, Joe, like how far these corners fall? Because we, we're still – I think there's only one off the board, and, and you're at pick 15, so you're only 17 away from the Steelers. So we're exactly where we were where we started this. They're seven, they were 17 picks away from the top of the draft. They're 17 picks later. Up, oh, Joe's got what, what do you got, Joe? I've got. Sorry, I just got interrupted there. Um, I have Joey Porter as their next pick. I think would be great. But what was your question? I got. I got. I lost my train of oh, thought. Yeah, I was just saying. Is that is that the story of the draft for you now? Is as how far Absolutely. all these corners they, fall because listen. you've got so many of them on the board. Mike Tomlin came out the other day and said there's no glaring needs. They have a glaring need. There might as well be a neon sign around it. No number one corner. They got to have one. They got to get one. I'm going to be stunned if their second pick is not a corner. Who knows? They they didn't give up anything hardly to get this guy. They could move up again and take Gonzalez. Would that be unbelievable or what? Yeah, I, I think I think it, that should be in play, right? I don't think it's a scenario we ever really talked through is all of these corners being available so late. But now that we're here, do you give up? If, if you can give up that number 49 pick, and I think the problem is you've get, already given up the fourth. So all you really have left as is, is a bargaining chip this year is that third round pick. But what do you give up to get one of those guys if you can end up getting Broderick Jones and one of the top corners that we talked about? I mean, not much if you're watching the trends right now, right? I'm getting some feedback from a former Steeler who doesn't like this pick. And I'm going to ask him why right now. I can let you know what he says in a minute. But you take that 32nd pick and move up now, or you just wait for one of those corners to fall on your lap. I, who knows what they're thinking, though? They may be thinking Jordan Addison for Kenny Pickett. Uh, what I mean, that would be pretty fire. Um, yeah, and the the Jets are still on the clock here, so I think they're they're taking some some time trying to make this pick. Um, 
man, I, I'm still in a little bit of shock of, of not just who the Steelers took, because I think a lot of us expected that they were going to end up there with Broderick Jones as, as one of their top options. Um, but the, the fact that there are so many guys still left that, that we've talked a ton about. Joe, we did, we did the mock draft tracker every week, and, and we talked a lot about it, these names that we thought would be gone. We thought Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon, they'd all be gone. Those three top tackles might be gone at 17. We were talking about what happens at that point. But now they already have Broderick Jones in the fold, and I think they have two of those other guys still out there. Plus, the other thing that I think we need to talk about, Joe, is there are some really good names that have fallen. Chris was talking about Nolan Smith earlier. Uh, he's he's really good. Yeah. Um, Zay Flowers is, as a receiver, he's number four on Mel Kuyper's big board. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba. Obviously, there's a great Pittsburgh connection there uh, with the Pirates, Kenan Smith and Jigba. Um, it's not just the corners that, that are falling. Um, is, is there anyone off? I, I know your answer. You're going to say corner, corner, corner. But is there anyone off the board that, that we weren't talking about of these guys who were still there that, that you'd say, hey, if the Steelers got this, that'd be great? I mean, well, Gonzalez is the story as far as people dropping along with Will Levis, right? And obviously, that's not Steeler related, but the fact that Will Levis is still sitting out here, that might be the biggest story in the draft, right? That right. He's out and, here. And someone is going to take him, Joe. I would, th- unless he's going to pull like a Malik Willis, you know, those those first round, those guys we were talking about as first round quarterback quarterbacks last year that fell all the way to the third round. Which I'll say this, Joe, I wouldn't be shocked considering this is a guy who got beat out by Sean Clifford at Penn State, and yeah. it wasn't particularly close, right? Is, is, is this vindicating James Franklin at all? Not to you know detour too far into the college football talk, but does James Franklin feel a little bit vindicated today? I mean, it's sort of like the Flacco-Tyler Palco thing from Pitt. It, it might be easy someday to look back and say, man, that was crazy. But you had a productive winning quarterback in place in both places. And we'll see down the road. I'm not sure if at this particular moment, uh, James Franklin needs vindication for that or is feeling any. Some people might look at it that way. I don't. I think that story, you know, the, uh, the Will Levis NFL story is yet to be told. I don't think Franklin needs to be vindicated on that, frankly. Do you? Well, I would agree with you, but I think there are a lot of Penn State fans who would say there are a lot of Penn State fans who preferred Levis to Sean Clifford and said he yeah. could have been the guy to, to maybe make that difference. And I mean, you know, you're down to the last nine minutes against Ohio State. Is Levis the guy that makes the difference in that situation? I don't think so. I think Sean Clifford was the better passer, and and so you know, I'm not shocked to see Will Levis falling because I don't know that I ever had that high of an opinion of him to begin with. Yeah. I think I'm in your boat on that one. Where's Chris when we need him? He's got these picks before they even make him on TV. The Jets pick is in. Yeah, we're back to we're back. Can you imagine pairing Gonzalez with Sauce Gardner? That'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? I mean, that, that, oh the, my god, those two guys together and 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 the talent that he has. But yeah, at least we're back, Joe. To you know, you and I kind of like the suspense of of looking on TV. I don't know if all of you and all the viewers here, they might know, they might be on Twitter, but you and I are going to learn here on TV together. There is a young man here who's very fired up. In a I, very hope nice not, I hope that's not their pick. He's only like nine years old. Well, you know, you never know how they're going to develop, Joe. He's smaller than uh, 
Gunnar Olszewski. <laughs> for now, for now. We can only hope for his sake that he ends up being taller. He is a uh, make-a-wish child. Oh, look at him, Kyle Stickles. Kyle, Kyle Stickles. That's amazing. And he's going to make the pick. That's pretty cool. I, you know, I, I don't mind this, this uh, you know, when they bring out these other people to, to announce the picks. I think it adds to the, the value of the night. Um, so, you know, I, you know, especially when you get into the later rounds, I think. Uh, it's awesome. Here, this kid is imploring the crowd here. Is this going to be Gonzalez to go with Sauce Gardner? This is going to be incredible. How about Nolan Smith? Give them a nice pass rusher. Yeah, I, I think Smith and Jigba with Garrett Wilson, two Ohio State receivers for Aaron Rodgers. This is fascinating. Up again. Yeah, those guys were on that Rose Bowl team two years ago that beat Utah. I, they were amazing at the time. Here we go. What's the pick? Oh, he's leading a Jets cheer now. Uh, he is fired up. Llegaron los Pro Paint Days a Lowe's. Desde ahora hasta el 16 de junio, los miembros MVPs de Lowe's reciben un 20% de reembolso en pintura con una tarjeta de regalo electrónica de Lowe's por compras de pinturas elegibles de 100 dólares o más. Lleva la nueva y exclusiva pintura HGTV Home de Sherwin-Williams Specright para interiores. Lowe's sabe de pros. Aplican exclusiones, restricciones y más términos. Visita Lowe's.com diagonal L diagonal Pro Loyalty Terms. Sujeto a cambios. Will McDonald, Will McDonald, the linebacker from Iowa State. How about that pick? Holy That's not bird board too, Joe. Man, Christian Gonzalez is still on the board. I mean, this is this is not a great night for the mock drafters, Joe. Man, I'll say he is said to be an explosive pass rusher, um, and was the seventeenth, at least at, on ESPN here, was the seventeenth rated prospect. So I don't. This doesn't seem like a stunner, um, but it's probably higher than most had him projected, right? Certainly. You know, I, I will say that I've been so locked in on these Steelers picks that, that this is probably the least I've ever really studied for the top of the draft because the Steelers had so much available to them with those three picks. Um, so, okay, Christian Gonzalez, Will Levis, they continue to fall. I, I'm not sure we're surprised that Will Levis wasn't the pick for the Jets given what they just went out and did. Um Joe, what do you what do you think about the Broderick Jones pick in the context of Lamar Jackson's not going anywhere? Um, I think that was the big news of the NFL day before we got into the, to the NFL draft. How does that, you know, maybe shape your view of, of where the Steelers go from here? It really doesn't. You're talking about the Lamar Jackson signing. I think that most people probably projected that Lamar would be back. I think the Steelers need to worry about their own franchise quarterback. And that's why this pick is, you know, highly defensible. It is. I think anything that you do to make life easier for the most important player on your team, and that's Kenny Pickett, is a very defensible pick. You know, I've been looking at a lot of reviews of Broderick Jones. Seems like a project. I don't often like to hear that word associated with people. Maybe it's a, you know, response to people like Artie Burns and the like. I'd rather have a, a ready-to-play, you know, pop him in and play type guy. I hope that Broderick Jones is that. He better be ready to play soon 
if you make a pick that high. So, but it's it's certainly defensible because you're getting your most important guy, you know, a, potentially a blindside protector for the next 10 years. Joe, you mentioned you had a former Steeler weighing in on the pick with you. Do you care to, to share any more of the contents of that conversation? It hasn't evolved yet. Okay. He said, well, he said Omar is 0 for 1 and he lost a fourth round pick. I said, you don't like that pick? I'm waiting for his response. I'll be glad to share it when he does. Very nice. All right. So let me ask you this, Joe. On the continuum of uh, safe, defensible pick and exciting pick, you know, on that spectrum, where do you put Broderick Jones? Safe and defensible. I don't know that it's an exciting pick. I know. Getting the next Jonathan Ogden would be exciting. Getting Paris Johnson would be exciting. This may very well be a good pick. It's a safe and good pick, a very defensible pick, but it, exciting, not to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't know how exciting a tackle, you know, could ever be for, for most fans. You know, it's <laughs> right. a tackle, but, but you know, I, I think at the very least you got one of those. To me, there was only ever six guys that we, we talked about is you've got to get one of those six. Broderick Jones was in that group. Um, I could I could have accepted Darnell Wright. I might have been able to accept Deontay Banks, but you know, as, as maybe like second tier options. And, and yeah, if all those guys were off the board, but to me, he was always in one of those six. And so it's hard for me to to really get into I don't know hot takery now, considering that's how I felt for for four months. Right, and I did get a response from my former Steeler who said cornerback would have been my call. They'll get one in the second round. Um, listen, I, I think we all lean toward skill players when we talk about exciting picks. Like if they take, if they take Jackson Smith and Jigba, everyone's going to go nuts or Jordan Addison, Jordan Addison would be the most exciting pick. Right. Um, and maybe that's just a bias that we all have. I'll acknowledge that. You know, I mean, with short arm Skaronsky, I've had people throwing ticker tape out their windows. I don't know, but I can tell you that, you know, um, maybe Nolan Smith as a little bit, but certainly a receiver would. He would. Maybe Kalijah Kansi would. If he's the 32nd pick because he's a pit guy. I also happen to think he's a really good player. But, but, you know, an offensive tackle, again, unless it's that guy, and in this draft, it's, it sure seemed like Paris Johnson was that guy. Um, you know, Arizona traded into the sixth pick to get him. If it's not that, then it's it's going to be hard to, for people to get too worked up about, I think, in terms of excitement. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I, I think if he, he becomes the long-term if he becomes the guy that's there for 10 years, then that's it doesn't matter who you didn't pick, in my opinion, because you, you need that, right? And I think that's what the Steelers – the thing that's unsaid is the Steelers haven't really had a guy on that line that's been the man since David DeCastro retired, right, and since Marquise Pouncey was out there. They've had some yeah. decent linemen, but I, think you can't, I don't think you can win, Joe, without having at least one guy on that line who's the guy, right? You want to have the guy, yes. Hopefully he's it. When I see the word project attached to somebody, it's a little bit concerning, but hopefully he's it. 
Yeah, and, you know, I will say this about some of those scouting reports too, Joe, is that sometimes these guys just have to nitpick, right? You, they, you know, their editor tells yeah. them the, the, the commander's pick is coming in here, so we'll appraise you of that when um, it flashes across the screen. But They took Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, wow. Mississippi State. He's the the second corner off the board is Emmanuel Forbes. He is he, holy he has, bird milk. Yeah, he's got great ball skills, Joe. But he's 165 pounds. Like I think I could tackle him. I know Christian Gonzalez is becoming the he's becoming the cornerback version of Aaron Rodgers in the green room, falling through the whole first round here. Yeah, I, I am. I am shocked by that pick. Like, I'm, I, I wouldn't have been surprised to see Forbes end up somewhere in the first round in in the twenties. Um, you know, just especially if those quarterbacks were were off the board. And he does have great ball skills. Like, don't they're showing it, all the interceptions and stuff on on the screen right now. And you know, you can't take that away from him. He did it all in the SEC, but he's still a slight man at the NFL level. And, and to be the second corner off the board to me is, a, oh, that's a great pick six. That, that does look great. The tape looks good, Joe. I will say that. Belichick and his dog are now on the clock. Yes, with with the Steelers pick. So I think that'll be an interesting one. Um, and the Lions. We'll see if the Lions take another running back. I can't believe they took a running back with, what, the 11th pick? Yeah, and they traded to do it, right? Twelfth pick. No, they. I think they. They did not try. I, I don't know. My brain's already scrambled, Joe. And we're only seventeen picks into two nights of live streaming. My mind is just blown by that. I, I can't believe it. And it's, it's making lots of other teams' jobs easier. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Because there's just some great names still out there, and and you know we're now we're now in the back half here. We're on the back nine. Of this this first round, um, yeah, I, the, the, Forbes was again. I think he, I, a lot of people had him as what fifth, sixth corner off the board, and he's number two. Yeah, here, here we go. go. The Patriots selection is in rapid fire. Who do we have here? Christian there Gonzalez. He he's off the board. Christian Gonzalez. I'll say this, this, Adam. We always pick guys to compare from drafts and track their careers. Le'Veon Bell and Eddie Lacy. uh, Chris Johnson, Rashard Mendenhall. You know, guys every year, whether it's somebody jumped in and picked them right ahead of the Steelers or whatever. To me, I'm going to be watching Broderick Jones and his career tracking it along with Christian Gonzalez. I am. That's what I, if you were going to trade up to snag somebody or you could have sat here and got him, it would have been Gonzalez without giving up an asset. You take care of your most glaring need. So to me, that's what I would have done. And that, that'll be my point of comparison. You know, who becomes the better player here? Who, who's the better pick this kid? This kid solves a lot of problems for the Steelers. And I think he starts right away, Gonzalez. But they went with the tackle. And again, it's it's a defensive, it's a perfectly defensible pick. Yeah. yeah it's I, interesting that Belichick gets the corner, though. Yeah, I think it's a like like you said, it's a perfectly defensible pick. And I guess we'll the, the thing we'll never know is you know, if if the Steelers don't trade up, 
do they get to 17 with a choice between those two guys? You know, do they get to choose between Broderick Jones? seems like they right. had reason to think Broderick Jones wasn't going to be there. And so then it's a question of, you know, who's higher on your board. And it seems like it, it was that simple because there was just so few teams between where they ended up trading and, and where 17 was. We may end up seeing a little run on corners coming up here. That was going to be the next the, – Took the words right out of my mouth, Joe. I think another name that I, you know, you and I might feel that that Christian Gonzalez is the guy we're going to be comparing to, but I think a lot of Steelers fans tonight are going to be sitting there saying we're going to compare Broderick Jones to Joey Porter Jr.'s career as well. I know you are hopeful he could fall to thirty-two, and I don't, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, but but let's just say that he has a first-round grade. I think he's probably going to go. If that's the case, how do you feel about not getting him either? I'd be okay with Deontay Banks. I mean, at this point, at this point, it seemed to me that Witherspoon and Gonzalez were your top two corners, right? So now it would appear there's about a half dozen guys in the same basket. And quite frankly, I'm not going to sit here and break these guys down like I, I, I can compare Julius Brents of Kansas State to Deontay Banks of Maryland. I have to rely on what all this pre-draft analysis tells me that whether it's Porter, Banks, whoever it might be in this next group of five, six corners, they're all sort of of the same batch and they're all a notch below Gonzalez and Witherspoon. I'd be okay with, with one of these guys. Would have preferred to do what Jerry Dulac laid out in the Post-Gazette today as what he thought the Steelers would do which was trade up to get Gonzalez. Instead, you had a team trade back to get Gonzalez and take a fourth round pick from the Steelers in the process. Llegaron los Propane Days a Lowe's. Desde ahora hasta el 16 de junio, los miembros MVPs de Lowe's reciben un 20% de reembolso en pintura con una tarjeta de regalo electrónica de Lowe's por compras de pinturas elegibles de 100 dólares o más. Lleva la nueva y exclusiva pintura HGTV Home de Sherwin-Williams Specride para interiores. Lowe's sabe de pros. Aplican exclusiones, restricciones y más términos. Visita Lowe's.com diagonal L diagonal Pro Loyalty Terms. Sujeto a cambios. 